0: This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. It's
1: time
0: for America's...
1: Favorite gambling show. It's the odds couple. Randy Merkin filling in for the great Carmen Falco. And as always, I'm joined by Mike North. Mike. How are you? I'm doing great, Hey,
2: Randy. Hi to everybody out there. Carmen, a well-deserved vacation guy. Uh, I think he got a couple uh, of gift certificates from uh, the WGA for being one of the top five uh, handicappers in the country uh, that he can use uh, to, to certain uh, stores out there. Uh, I know We're not going to tell you what locale that he's at, but God bless him. It's been a great year for the odds couple. Now, last week, uh, for you folks out there, if you listened, uh, I, I, I basically, my three picks did not win. But I said, stay apprised all all weekend long, and you might get a nibble from me on the PGA. And what I found on Twitter.
1: You hit big on that.
2: Was wow. uh, uh, basically 270 plus 275 for the field against Berger, who had a six-stroke lead. I had my hands behind my head after the eighth hole. It was over, and then everybody started chasing him, and really the kid broke down. I mean, that's all you could say. Uh, He was hepped up uh, early, and it didn't work out. So uh, two good weeks in a row uh, for the golf thing on my end, as far as I'm concerned. And Randy, I know uh, Beeson, who I think was your guy, uh, yeah, he they, he didn't
1: he didn't get it. Yeah, no, he yeah. Uh,
2: he started faltering a yeah. little. Started out yeah. very good, but golf betting is where it's at right now. The NBA folks not all that entrenched uh, entrenched with me until the playoffs. Maybe when everybody plays NCAA basketball, bunch of big games coming up. Uh, I don't know when uh, the podcast is going to hit today. Maybe Randy knows. It'll be
1: uh, it'll be by I think two thirty or three. yeah, be because up we
2: got again. games now. Uh, that I won't pick uh, as far as, uh, you know, earlier games. Uh, Maybe uh, on the bonus pick, uh, which I haven't decided yet because this is being taped right now, but we'll give you some uh, late-night action if we can and win some money. The Super Bowl, we were uh, enthralling, the three of us. So when it comes to postseason stuff like championship, conference championships, we're there for you.
1: Yeah, you know, Mike, uh, I I saw you tweet out about uh – that you were taking the field against uh, Daniel Berger, and yes. you know, th- that course is oh. it's it, it's very it doesn't get enough credit for being brutal. And uh, I actually had Seb Straka on the Golf Club podcast nice. this week, and we were talking about like how tough that course is, and and you know fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, they call it the Bear Trap, and it's just. It's it's real. I mean, just yeah. They
2: lull you to sleep. Yeah. I mean, they make you think early that it's gonna everything's gonna be all right. Then you get down. I mean, I played twenty four courses on my Golden Tee game. There's some easy ones, and then there's some ones that you start out easy, and then the courses get tougher. They strangle you by the time there's an island hole uh, on fifteen, maybe. Uh, they make things harder for you. To me, the Riviera is the easiest course I've ever seen. I uh, that happened two three weeks ago, where everybody loves that course for a bunch different reasons, but also because it gets the guys tuned up, and it's stateside. But the Palmer horse, of uh, course, that we're watching now, and the one last week, Randy, yep. absolutely
1: tough. Yeah, Bay Hill this weekend. And, oh. uh, I, don't, I don't know if you saw this yesterday, Mike. I um, did. I, uh, I don't know if uh, someone, I, I don't know which site tweeted out, which gambling uh, site or uh, app mm-hmm. tweeted out, but someone mid-round put $55,000 on Rory McIlroy to have the first round lead. And won over wow. 275000 Yeah,
2: the guy ends up uh, just uh, uh, dominating. I don't know what I'm going to do over the weekend with him because he has not, uh, you know, he, he he does have a strong type of situation playing at this thing. So I like Rory. I want him to do well. I'm not a hater uh, or anything like that, but we'll wait and see. This stuff changes, folks, from day to day. I mean, John Rahm, I mean, yesterday's minus 165, 170. If you're betting him right now, and if you're for the past three, four weeks, you're getting killed.
1: Right. Period. Yeah, he's he's been in a slump, and I think I saw, I heard a stat yesterday in the broadcast that Rory's had the lead, 18 times after the first rounders only closed out three of them. Yeah. So, I well, mean,
2: you know what? I will tell you this. He, yeah, exactly. See, Tiger would get the first, uh, would get the lead and never give it up. Right. But he had trouble coming from behind. Late in right. Saturday and Sunday matches. So Roy's been exactly the opposite. Now, maybe the leads weren't as big as Tigers, like in 97, when he just was beating everybody by 10 strokes by the end of the second round or something. But, he, yeah, he's got to get better at closing, no doubt. That's why he hasn't won a major since 2014.
1: Which is crazy to think yeah, of it with is. his game. Um, you know, Mike, every week I feel like on this show – Carmen's very big on giving out uh-huh. the latest odds for the NBA MVP. And, okay. you know, I know last year you guys gave out the Joker when he yes. was, what, 18 or 20 to 1. Yes. And he ends up winning. <laughs> he's probably having a better season this year, but he's, you know, he's not the favorite this year. But Which is unbelievable to me. I could explain why after you're done. We were a couple weeks ago, we were we were singing the praise of DeMar DeRozan and g- oh, g- get in now, Jam- that's it. Uh, John Morant. Uh, but, you know, currently, if you look at the odds, Mike, it's. It's basically a, a two-three guy race, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and and Joel Embiid right now is minus, which is never good if you're betting. He's minus one thirty. Uh, you know, you can get uh, the Joker at like uh, plus two seventy-five, and then uh, Giannis is six to one. So, um, you know, I think everyone else is basically out of it unless unless Embiid gets hurt, Mike. I think this is his award this year. Well, what's tough is Harden. Now,
2: I don't think Harden's going to get any votes, but he may steal some points from Embiid or some. You know, even get a rebound or two. I don't think they're going to go all the way. I'll tell you the guy that deserves it. I mean, when you think that uh, you look at the Joker, he hasn't had his top two players with him uh, for most of the season injuries. And he's having a better season, it looks to me, than he did last year. Uh, I mean, the guy, uh, no look passes, assists, uh, uh, really, I mean, making the. Uh, I, I mean, if, if he's not on Denver, they're a lottery team. They're a lottery right. team. Look at and look at Gordon. Look at Porter. They're missing them, and they're going look at what they're missing. They're not missing anybody. If they miss if they miss the Joker, he's they're done. They're finished.
1: Right. And just remember, Mike, their their second best player uh, hasn't been right only played one minute this year. Jamal Murray's been out with an Jamal ACL. Jamal
2: Murray's huge and, got hurt at the beginning. Right. He
1: got hurt last year, I think. And so right, he,
2: right, and, and he's yeah. having trouble getting back.
1: Right. Right. So yeah, yeah, he's had a better year, but. You know, it. Com- I mean, Giannis that beats the popular Giannis choice. Giannis won back to back, and I, I, I feel like that. Well, so, so, you Joker is he allowed to win a back to back? Well, back-to-back? but uh, I'm saying, I'm sometimes I feel like these voters get they don't want to vote the same guy, right? So that that's why I feel like but that. But
2: two in a row is not hard. No, if I know. You got- if you've been great, and let-, you let me know?
1: let me run this theory by they- you. They
2: screwed Jordan, even in our own hometown. I remember me and that uh, columnist, John. I forget what he uh, what his last name was. It will come to me.
1: Which but- which, which paper?
2: I think it was, he was, he was, uh...
1: Saracino, John, USA Today, or no? no?
2: No, Tribune.
1: Oh, Tribune. I will
2: come to me. Okay. Uh, but me and him went at it because, uh, it was found out...
1: John Jackson?
2: Yes. Okay. It, it was found out. He didn't, he voted for Malone.
1: Oh, I gotcha. That was gotcha. the end
2: of that. But and so I gave out his voicemail. Was <laughs> it? Yeah, for, for both fans to call him, uh, and then for that for the rest of my life, I got bad press.
1: You got bad press, of course. <laughs> that was the reason, Mike. Yes, but Mike, we, we 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 both know that Michael was the MVP every year. Every year. Yeah, I mean it. Just
2: but for for a hometown guy, and I had no trouble exposing him. I mean, it was found out. Somebody leaked it. You know, we yeah. used to find out everything. And for you, for for you who made all that dough. Getting all that notoriety because you're covering Michael Jordan. And to say you're tired of him? That's not gratitude to me. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, but hear my theory on this, Mike. I love uh, theories by you. Joel Embiid probably was going to win the MVP one of the last two years, and he got hurt both years. And yeah. I feel like the vote – and he's having a – don't get me wrong. He's having a fantastic season. Oh, he's going to be
2: rewarded. That's yeah. Fine. So I
1: feel like the voters are almost like, you know what? It's his time. It's his year. He's He's an unbelievable skilled – a uh, big man, right? I mean, he, he can Listen. hit a three, he can block shots, he goes inside, he can take... You know, Mike, before Harden came, I, I, I heard in a press conference with him, he basically decided because Ben Simmons just wasn't playing this year, so he, he took the ball up the court. Yeah. He was doing... And, he, and I love... Done, he's, done, he's done great. I'm not dogging the guy. But I'm going to give
2: you this. You might be right. I mean, because Pacino won an Oscar for, for Send of the Woman. Yes. If you're going to give me the top five Pacino films, that will never be there. Well, and he, he deserved to win other years, but he didn't play the game, or or he didn't show up to the events, or he was a New York actor. You see this happen, and, you know, finally somebody said, just like with DiCaprio, you know, with the uh, the Revenant, uh, guess what? It's time to give it right. to these guys.
1: I mean, couldn't you argue, Mike, that when uh, Denzel Washington – uh, for Training Day. Like, that wasn't his... I mean, he had much oh better roles Oh, my God, that, let me right? tell
2: you something. Don't get me started, but you know what? As one of the resident black historians in, in radio, Malcolm X is the greatest acting job he ever did. There's no doubt in my mind, and he's done some great ones. Training Day was great. I enjoy watching it, but you know what? I didn't find it as captivating. I mean, it's unbelievable. But see, everybody thinks... Uh, the latest is the best, and 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 most actors. If you see the the uh, the Oscars, they weren't their best movies for the most part
1: Poor actresses. Right, know? right. No, I agree. I agree. All right, before before we break, Mike, uh, we're on the awards right now. So I figure, let's just I
2: love awards.
1: Let's. I know you do. Let's <laughs> like, just like, run at- through. Went through a couple more. I mean, it feels like, Mike, that everything's decided. And we still have, like, what, 18 games left. Monty Williams is your clear-cut favorite for Coach of the Year. I know before you had said J.B. Bickerstaff deserves some love, but... Uh, right now, Monty Williams is minus 350. Do you see yep. any way he doesn't win this award?
2: Well, I was liking Donovan a little bit last week, and that's over with. Right. I mean, you, yep. you lose three in three a in row. row this time of year. You're right. gone. Ask De- DeRozan, no more last-second shots. Things aren't going right. Guys, the, finally, the injuries have piled up. Yeah, I'm not going to argue about that. that. And that's a tough bet. I mean, why? that's one of those deals where maybe there's going to be an upset. But usually with these type of things, when it's that type of odds for a man, then he's going to get it. And
1: and there's one more award I want to discuss with you, you know, individual for players. Uh, It's the uh, defensive player of the year. And from, like, half the year, Mike, Draymond Green was the clear-cut favorite. He just just hasn't played. So so Rudy Rudy Gobert, who I feel like wins the award every year, is the favorite again. And Giannis is way back there, plus 450. So do you see any reason why Gobert doesn't win this award again? No,
2: I don't. I mean, but see, I I like – see, I think the best player – on each end of the court, which should be an award, but I guess that might be the it's the Joker. I think on both ends. That's my opinion. I I think he if if you need one night 15 rebounds, he'll get it. You know, uh, where other guys might fall short, but he's got stri- really tough competition. Uh, but Gobert is going to probably get it. But, I mean, the Joker could challenge. And Giannis should be there, too. I, I, I hearken back to where Milwaukee was before this gentleman walked in Oh,
1: the my door. gosh. Right? And it's it's ridiculous. I mean, let's
2: give him some credit. He's you so good. You talk cr- about people that are tired of somebody? He's so Why good. would you be tired of him? Yeah. I wish he wore a Bulls uniform. Yeah.
1: He's so good, and he's so easy to root for. And he I, wants
2: to play hard every night.
1: Mike, you know who's easy to root for is our guy Luke Pergandy. <laughs> and we'll talk to Luke coming up next on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN
0: 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.
1: Welcome back into The Odds Couple. I uh, a couple presented each week by the great folks over at Prop Swap. And look who we have, here. we have here. We have the owner, the creator of Prop Swap, our good friend, Luke Pergandy. Luke, how are you?
3: good, guys. How are
1: you? Luke, so, so Carmen uh, got jealous of you traveling every week to all these great places. So he said, you know, I'm going to be Luke this weekend. And so he's off yeah. in Miami. Yeah. So I'm filling in and... We're- and obviously, there's
3: there's got to be a there's got to be a sporting event. You can't just travel. You gotta you gotta have a sporting event in mind. So he better yeah will be yeah. find
2: a will find a highlight court to bet. Yeah. <laughs> that's big out there. Ask Whitey Bolger.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Our first right. Whitey Bulger reference, Luke. Oh yeah. So so uh, prop slop is always hot, and there's always so many great uh, things to do on there. But what what right now, Luke, with uh, golf getting hot, and uh, you know, and and the NBA getting hot, and the NCAA. Coming around, what's hot right now in prop swap?
3: Yeah, I mean both basketball, you know, NBA and March Madness is super hot. Um, I'd say specifically in the NBA, the MVP race has been um, a hot topic. So you know, Nikola Jokic won the MVP award last year for the Denver Nuggets, mm-hmm. um, and it basically looks like it's going to be him or Joel Embiid this year. Um, you know, there's kind of the counter argument of, well, the Sixers got James Harden. Does that increase Embiid's stock or decrease Embiid's stock now that he is one of the best, you know, offensive players? Um, I, I think it's Embiid's to lose. Um, he's never won. I mean, I think that uh unfortunately the the writers and the press who decide this award tend to spread it around for better or for worse. Um so, because Embiid's never one and he's in a big market like Philadelphia, it's probably his to lose. Um, so, an example would be we, we had this customer about a hundred bucks at Embiid a ten to one mm-hmm. uh, about a month ago, and he sold it on Wednesday night yes. um, yep. after the the victory that they beat the Knicks. I was fortunate enough to be there, and uh, he sold it for minus money. So, he sold his hundred dollars ticket. It would pay uh, a thousand. He sold it for six hundred bucks. Uh that was odds of minus one fifty. And you know, to me, like if you can sell something in minus money, um like an MVP award or anything for that matter, but if you can sell something in minus money and only give up like four hundred bucks if MB does end up winning, uh that was a pretty darn good deal uh for the seller with still twenty games to go.
2: Yeah, well, we just got in the first segment. We were talking about it, and we all picked. Uh, I, I remember bringing up the Joker last year when it was 20 to 1, 16 to 1. I thought he mm-hmm. was the best player. Now, you're without Murray, you're without Porter, you're without a lot of your players, and I think he's better this year than he was last year. I think he's yeah. the best two way player. But uh, Embiid is going to get it like Pacino got it for Send of a Woman when basically he made five better movies but was never given credit for it. We, that happens all the time in the Oscars. We talked about Denzel Washington. When for yeah, training right. day, so I think that's what's going to happen. Look, it's sort of like you know what? He's close. They're about equal. Joker won it last year, although he's got his supporters. But you know what? He's staying healthy, which seems to be a reward for him. Yeah. Uh, if he stays healthy, let's give it to him. If he goes down, look out, right?
3: Totally. Yep. That's that's always been the rub on Joel Embiid is you know clearly one of the most talented players in the league. Um, big market, all that stuff, but yeah, it's, can he play 82 games? Uh, it's just such a big guy. I think of like the Greg Odens and Yao Ming's, yep, other just gigantic NBA players. It's just tough on your knees, you know, being that large and, and playing that athletically for 82 games. Um, so I get it. It's, it's a tough thing to, to play that long, but yeah, uh, this season it seems like he's uh, yep. been healthy and I, I don't, as long as he doesn't get hurt these last 20 games, I do think it's his, Uh, And of course, if you have a DeMar DeRozan ticket to an MVP, he's killing it. Uh, It seems like it might be just a little bit too late. Um because yeah, in the first you know half what, he was Luke, good but he wasn't playing out of his mind in the first half of the season.
2: You did the right thing last week if you listen to the odds couple folks with a Merkin, with the DeFalco, with a Pergande, with the North. We were sending out warning signals that went down to ten to one, but Luke had told people two, three weeks ago. If I'm not mistaken, Luke, if you have a DeRozan <laughs> yeah. ticket, get rid of him. Was I right about what what you predicted there?
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh that was that was the peak of his odds. Yep. Um I believe now he's about, yeah, he's back down to 15 to 1. Yeah. Um, so you could have sold high at, at 10 to 1 about two weeks ago. He was 100 to 1. You know, that's just the type of thing. It's like, man, if you get a guy at 100 to 1 and his odds moved to 10 to 1, like, how do you not sell that thing? Um, it's just, you can make 10x on your money. You know, So few times, we can make 10 times on a single sports bet. Um, you know, on a, on a bet that's not even halfway cooked or, you know, three-quarters of the way cooked. Um, it just it makes a lot of sense, and we're trying to preach that. And, of course, uh, there's no better example of that than March Madness coming up uh, in two weeks here where, you know, Cinderella stories happen every year. And I think this season specifically, uh, more so than other seasons, there's going to be so much parity, so many upsets. It's really not a clear-cut favorite. Uh, it seems like Gonzaga and Arizona are probably locked in as the one seeds. But after that, uh, I, I went to University of Arizona, and I can tell you that they are not a lock no. to win this thing. They're certainly a talented basketball team, uh, but they are they are beatable for sure. Uh,
1: Luke, you know, uh, my guy Mike North, I, Carm uh, brought it up on the air that uh, I think before the season, he mentioned that Wisconsin was 100-1 to mm-hmm. to win the Big Ten. That's my school, Luke. That's where I went. We know, and, yeah. and we know that. that okay, thank you. Uh, and, <laughs> and and this week was, you know, again, I'm kind of like you, real. Luke. Like I, you know, I Wisconsin, whatever they, whatever they get two, three seed, but there, there certainly a team is vulnerable in many areas. But um, h- how much movement was there on like a team like Wisconsin who capped got uh, this week at 90 to one to win the NCAA? Like, is yeah. is there already uh, a lot of movement on teams uh, after big wins trying to sell them?
3: Yeah, no, it's funny you bring up Wisconsin. They're still, you know, they win the the regular season Big Ten championship. Mm-hmm. They're still seventy to one in some places, fifty to one yeah. in some places. So it's it's wild. You know that that is a perfect example of a team that wins, you know, the Midwest, um, you know, regular season, and still, you know, you get fifty x on your money if they win the national championship. So, um, but yeah, tons of movement on. All the Big Ten teams, you can find Illinois at fifty to one. Bill, I'd be a buyer of them at fifty to one. I don't sure. think this team wins at all, but Kofi is is amazing. Um, so they, they could make you know they could for sure be in the Sweet Sixteen, and you're selling that for you know eight times what you paid for it if they do that. Um, I like Villanova at twenty five to one. They had a nice win over Providence last week, um, and then uh, you could still find Baylor. Some places at eighteen to one. They blew the doors off of Gonzaga in that national championship yeah. last year. Like that was even close. Yeah, but, um, you know what? Gonzaga I worry was, about. Was better I worry than, about, than this year.
2: I worry about teams like Villanova that beat teams that won the conference already. You know, that's already going to the tournament. Not maybe as important uh, to them as not getting hurt, not screwing up what's going to happen in March. But I see what you're saying about Villanova. They got the pedigree. So you always got, you always got a good chance with them. They know how to play the game.
1: Villanova's got yeah. c- senior guards, too, and they yeah. always say that's big in the tournament. Hey, Luke, I got a couple more for you. Uh, with, what sure. the, with the mess right now with Major League Baseball, is there mm-hmm. any movement at all with anything with baseball? Are people just staying away right now?
3: Yeah, I'd be staying away, yep. you know. Um, we, we, we look at a lot, you know, in gambling, like in the sports betting business, you have to compare month versus month. You can't really compare April to May in terms of, like, our revenue figure. So we always look at the prior year versus this year. And, yeah, we were selling hundreds of, of baseball tickets at this point last year. We're not selling many, and I get it. Like, I, I wouldn't be buying and selling uh, baseball tickets right now. We're already two series down. MLB already announced we're not going to play the first two series of the year. It's frustrating. Um, you know, <laughs> based the average age of a baseball viewer is in the 60s. It's the highest of all four major sports uh, leagues. And this, this ain't helping. Um, so very frustrating that Manfred and the players can't get this done. And I get it. Like, what, what do you do? You can't everyone. It seems like everyone's in agreement that 162 games is too much. Like it's just too long of a baseball season. These games don't mean enough. And what do you do if you cut the games? Then it's less money for everyone. Less money for Ricketts. Yeah, but you don't add playoff players. team.
2: You don't make add fourteen or twelve playoff uh, teams to make the regular season irrelevant. Then, because my God, it's, it's easier than hell now. Compared, to, yeah. I loved it when it was four in each in each league. It, it, it meant sure. something. My God, it's crazy.
1: Sure. Yeah. You know? I agree. All right, Luke. I've, I've got one more for you. Mike's gonna make fun of me again, but uh, we're. God. We're just over, let's see here, today is uh, March 4th, so we're basically a month and a week away or four days away from Augusta.
2: Oh, I'm not going to make fun of you.
1: And uh, my yeah, guy came I'm out recently and said that he's still having issues walking, so I doubt, but are people oh, wait, at all, a minute. Okay, never Tiger mind. Woods, are people at all betting him or is he, are they staying oh, away? yeah. Yes. Yeah,
3: they're betting. Uh, well, I, are they betting Tiger Woods? Yeah, I mean, look, that's that's one of those <laughs> things. That's like asking if people are betting the Yankees. Or the Cubs. Um, yeah, like, yeah, no, people are definitely still betting him. Um, and the number, like, if I could give, you know, a very short piece of gambling advice, like stay away from those types of, of public action teams, Yankees, Ohio State, Tiger, the Dodgers, like the numbers are just bad from a sports betting perspective. If you want to do it from like a vanity perspective and yeah. just like, you know, amusement perspective, fine. Of course. Like I, you know who? Who am I to say don't don't have fun and, and try to root for Tiger to win this thing? But from a analytical perspective, and the true probability of who will win the Masters, that number is always wrong on Tiger Woods, whether yeah, it's fifteen I'll years say ago this,
2: or, or I'll now. Say th- I'm going to say this to my guy Randy before we let you go: Nicholas would beat him right now at his current age. <laughs> no, no, all right, no. No, he yes, wouldn't. he would. No, he yes, wouldn't because no, he you would. got to be able to walk.
3: Yeah, and You
0: can't walk yet. And <laughs> okay, you can't drive. no,
3: okay. To, to your point, Merkin, like it is. We talk about this all the time on The odds Couple. Like, I am floored at the demand for golf betting. Yeah, and it, we are already selling tons of Masters bets, and cool. we're still like a month away, over a month away. Um, I, Luke, so I, I is, can't wait till it is
1: red hot. I can't wait till next week with the players because I, I just I la- last year I had the winner in Justin Thomas, and he almost blew it on eighteen. I, I can't wait to hear when we have you on next week how many bets yeah. you're getting. Especially it'll be Friday, so it'll be after the first round and people will be reacting, whoever has the first round, trying to sell those. So, yeah, golf, golf yeah. is great for you guys, I bet.
3: Yeah, no, the Honda was killer last week. Um,
1: My guy Mike North yeah. had the winner, Luke. How about that, huh? Well,
2: I took the field.
1: Took the field. Uh, but, that yeah, plus that's 275 smart... oh, wow. against yeah.
2: Berger, and I was, I was already feeling good after a whole six. I was, uh, you know, popping. Why well, I don't drink champagne anymore, but I was popping it anyway. And uh, <laughs> Berger just, then everybody started catching up on him, and he just got overcome. That was it.
1: Hey, Luke, uh, thanks as always for joining us, and we'll uh, calmly back next week, and we'll talk to you next week, okay? Okay. Sounds good, boys. Have a
2: good weekend.
1: (laughs) The great (laughs) Luke Pergandy from PropSwap, the presenting sponsor of Odds Couple. And, uh, Mike, you know, we we went a little long with Luke there, but I thought it was great stuff because uh, so much to get to with him. So when we come back, Mike, I want to get your take just a little on baseball, what fans should be doing right now. Bro, Please. I
2: want to talk some hoops. We got tournament games
1: coming yeah. up. Yeah, well, no, that's going to say it. And then I want to talk to you about tournament. And uh, you know what?
2: Because I don't care about baseball. Okay, but we'll talk about it. You know what, you if know you what want. Mike?
1: You know what, Mike? Let's let's switch. We're doing this on the air right now. Let's switch. Yeah. We'll do tournament next. Okay, yeah, got let's it. do the NCAA tournament next. Mike North, Randy Merkin here on the Odds
0: Couple. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN One Thousand, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000 or stream it on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. It's The Odds Couple presented by Probsluck. Randy Merkin
1: filling in for Carmen DeFalco and Mike North is always with us. And Mike said, no baseball, Let's talk NCAA tournament. Mike, before we get to some teams, I want to do a little high and low with you. Bet high, bet low. But, um, you know, in your day... Right. Uh, I'm sure you you had so many different ways to bet the tournament. I'm sure you. I, mm-hmm. I guarantee you've been in Vegas before for the yes. fir- for the first. Weekend. I was in
2: Vegas the first uh, first sixteen years. I, I did radio. Okay. Every year.
1: All right. So so tell tell the fans what's the what what's the best spot. You've been at for the tournament. What's the best place to bet? Like, is it, was it in Vegas or was it? You wh- know
2: what? It's now. Uh, I think the Westgate. I'm not sure. The Las Vegas Hilton. Was no, but good. I.
1: I don't mean. I don't even want a specific hotel. I'm just talking. Is it Vegas? Is that the best oh, place yeah. to be for the first week?
2: Oh yeah. Come on. Uh, you know, back then especially. Now it's different because you got casinos all over the place. But back then, I go back to where they had the building separate. They didn't have the uh, the sports books in the casinos until uh, Rosenthal. Uh, got in, if, if you've seen casino. I went, they had separate buildings. They looked like snack bars. You'd sit on stools. They'd have the tote boards up in chalk. I mean, that's how far back it goes. But yeah, it, Vegas is always the best place. I have been there for a while, but now the mass mandate is down. But you know, I thought we'd try something that would be fun, Randy. I got, I'm going to, from, from now until football season, I'm going to give myself a $100,000 bankroll. That Whoa. doesn't mean you have to go with my picks. Okay. But no better time than today with uh, the NCAA. We'll have plenty of time to bet baseball if they come back to talk about baseball. When they come back, uh, but NCAA hoops is coming up today. Even at Missouri Valley and some other ones. So, guy, you know what? We sh- we should do something like that.
1: Okay. Uh, before before I uh, we get to some of uh, our picks and what we think. Uh, like when you're at when you're in Vegas, mm-hmm. um, like what's the best? Like do you just go ahead and make all your bets right away, or are you kind no. of fe- no? You feel it out?
2: Oh no! Night before, get up in the morning, go down, get the sheets, go back up, uh, go have breakfast, uh, work on it for two hours. While I'm having a couple big Starbucks, uh, you know, having fun stuff like that. I used to stay at the M. Uh, every time I came, they took care of me. I had a nice suite there. I uh, used to bet through them. I've been to Caesars. I've done remotes at the Tropicana, the MGM, uh, uh, you know, you name it. The uh, I've been there. Frontier, the Desert Inn back in the day that are now uh, knocked down. I mean, Vegas is a whole different place now. Back then, they used to give you free stuff. If you bet a certain amount of money, now I hear the prices are going up. I have to tell people I am an investor uh, in in uh, uh, Joe Stone Crab uh, in Las Vegas with my buddy Rich Melman. And i got to tell you, Vegas has happened because uh, I've been getting uh, the residuals, checks, if you will, and they've gone up. And we're adding 100 seats down there. At that place, so it's a beautiful thing. Vegas is a great place to watch the tournament, and it's now a big restaurant town. When I used to go there, it basically
1: wasn't. You know, I didn't know that, Mike, because that's one of my favorite places to go. Oh, my when my like wife that. and I go. We we. Uh, it's at the season Caesars Forum shop. It's at Caesars. The Forum. first, the first floor there, right when you come in. You gotta
2: go, and if you're up up in the casino yep, area, or you, know, got you go down the flight of stairs. And I was blessed, uh, you know, to to be asked by Rich early on. I want to invest even more, but uh, he's a great investor, a great man, an honest man, and he makes and he makes money for everybody that he partners with.
1: All uh, right, so let's get to some of uh, our mm-hmm. picks or, or just the futures because you know. Sure, I'm got... ready to
2: go for today for everybody, but I I know exactly what you're saying. Well, but
1: I, I'm talking about the, the tournament long term, like Luke brought up mm-hmm. how it's wide open how you know Arizona's a one seed and he didn't have a time. Yeah, they conference.
2: lost to Colorado, didn't they?
1: They did. They had a lead at halftime and then Am I
2: supposed it. to be like all Gaga over there? Luke's right. absolutely right.
1: So so you know your your favorite right now is is the Zags, Gonzaga. And you know, last year they made it they were they were wire to wire, I believe. Um, they were number one all season long. they and still, they
2: had a better team last year, I think, than they do this year. I they, really do.
1: They did, and they have now. They have Chet Holmgren, who's who's a you know the, the star freshman.
2: And they're going to get a local kid as a, a right uh, here, from
1: Glenbard West. From
2: Glenbard West, yes. So, I mean, uh, yep. they, they keep uh, getting more good players, great players coming into their. Season.
1: Okay, but before we talk players, real quick, sure. I, I have one more question for you. Yeah. When you're betting, when you have the bracket out, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people bet different ways. Are you betting? On the coach? Are you betting on the conference? Are you just betting on the team? Like when it depends. you see, like, when you see Coach Cal? Are you like, I'm staying away from him? Like, nope, he's a great tournament coach. I'm going to ride with him through as long as I can.
2: First of all, I, I I did that with Knight. Okay, I always bet Bobby Knight. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, you know. And if I thought he was going to not cover or lose, uh, I wouldn't bet him. I've done that with Coach K. Uh, but you know what, Coach K, people, he has not won. Uh, I think a conference championship. In almost 10 years. Well, he's going to win it this year. He's going to win it yeah. this year. And I sort of like them. Because when it comes to everybody being equal, believe me when I tell you this, I spent three days in Las Vegas playing in the Jordan Fantasy Camp. We won the, the league because it was a the 35 and over bunch of guys. A lot of guys from Chicago, traders and stuff like that. He, Coach K was our coach. There's no doubt in my mind. He's up there, not with Knight. It's the greatest coach of all time, but he's a top three guy. I, I just watched the guy perform. I don't never panics, uh, works the referees the right way, doesn't get too too disrespectful, and is an intimidating presence.
1: All right, Mike. So right now, there's there's you know it's it's, it's the field's kind of wide open, and the top Big Ten school mm-hmm. is a team that just went into Wisconsin this weekend, and lost, and that's mm-hmm. Purdue, yeah. who was eleven to one. Uh, they have so much talent on this team. They're, I think they're the most talented team in the I Big Ten. Uh, I, I can't get a read, Mike, if the Big Ten's a good conference or not this year. But w- would you, if you were telling our fans right now, would you put money right now? Purdue 11-1, to at one point they were the top-ranked team in the country this year. Well, yeah,
2: you, you've got to find some nuggets. I mean, if you're going to bet the chalk, you know, in the tournament, so what? You're going to like lose money, maybe, you know? Um, I love Purdue. I, I know what Wisconsin did. I give them all the credit in the world. But I look at the odds for them. And then I look at Purdue, and then I look at Ivy, and I look at uh, the big man underneath. I just think they're the better squad. I congratulate the team that wins the Big Ten, but the team that wins the Big Ten doesn't always win. So I'd put couch change on Purdue. Absolutely.
1: All right. That's interesting because, you know, I, I always feel like Matt Painter is a good coach, but mm-hmm. hasn't really gotten over the hump yet I agree. With, with, with that big win. I mean, that you know, I, I was shocked that Wisconsin won that game. You know, I'm I'm am I'm a pessimistic Wisconsin fan. I never think they're going to win the big game, and that was uh, that's
2: because you you went there though, right?
1: That's and true. And You've been burned, yes, many times.
2: But so was Gene Cady. That's I true. Mean, if you want to go back in time, I mean, there's no better or worse luck than being in the same state as Indiana. True. Back in the heyday. True. So Matt Painter has a clearer field. But I'm am agreeing with you. I'm not, you know, Matt Painter. I think was more thought of until this year, about five years ago. Right. To be, to be honest,
1: uh, Brad Underwood's the coach of the, the Fighting yes. Illini. Uh, they're fifty to one right now, Mike. What and, is that You done? know, I know they don't have IO this year, but they do have a year of experience after losing to Loyola last week in this, last year in the second round. Do you you feel confident that this team could make a run to the Final Four, and maybe win it?
2: Well, they got a guy named Frazier. Okay, Fra- who? Yeah, Trent take- Frazier. He doesn't get back back down by anybody. So when you got a junkyard dog like that, you're in every game. But if you look at the odds, you know they're not going to go all the way. There's no way that uh, you know fifty to one. I mean, uh, we should go right now and put our money down if we're that confident about them going all the way. That being said, that doesn't mean they're a bad ball club. They've had a they have a great coach who came in here with a lot of people doubting them because he came from a a place the the bed the big twelve. Yep. And and guess what? He's turned that whole program around and it tells you what you do. I, I and he seems like I didn't know he was a, a great salesman. Uh but I you know the, the rap on Illinois was you're not gonna get the Chicago kids. And I always said that go get other people. And it seems basically that he's got a nice mix over there. I wish him nothing but the best. I always root for him.
1: Uh, an interesting team. You gotta year.
2: remember I went through the Lou Henson years, okay? Yes. I I am yes. like a card. I say it's really nice and there's dents all over it. You know what I'm yes. saying?
1: Yes. Okay. That that team in eighty nine, by the way, Oh that lost God, to please M- help that, me. They had beaten Michigan, I think, badly, both both games in the regular season and you know that final four Forget game. Forget
2: was... that. I was at the Darren Williams game oh. at the at the all state arena and against Arizona. Yeah, we went and celebrated. I was with Bill Murray and some other people at Gibson's in Rosemont, and we thought we were going all the way. Yeah, well, And it just came up short, but what greatest single game I've ever seen in my life. Greatest clutch performance by a team coming back.
1: All right, a couple more quick picks here uh, of teams who have had kind of interesting seasons. Kansas is going to probably win the Big 12 again. It's them or Baylor. I'm so sick Uh, of them. they They got housed by TCU, but then they beat them. Uh, on Thursday night, do you boy TCU talking bigger? Huh? Yeah, do you but do you do you feel Kansas uh, right now, Mike? They're at fourteen to one. Bill Self has been to the Final Four three times. Do you feel this is a year that Kansas can get it done?
2: Since I've been following basketball, every year has been the year that Kansas. Yeah. And- and North Carolina are supposed to get it done. Uh, you want to talk about people that get burned out on certain sports teams? I'm sick and tired of hearing about Kansas. Because for all the times they've been favored to win, they are the biggest underachievers in college basketball. Period. From Roy Williams to Larry Brown to, and he won, uh, to this guy here. Shut up until you do it. That's the way I feel about Kansas. And, and you know what? It, it's sooner or later, I know their pedigree. OK, uh, but I always when I when I had dinner with Will Chamberlain, OK, I asked him, what made you go to Kansas? And he told me, OK, and it wasn't exactly the best recruiting pitch. You know what I'm saying? huh. They, yeah. they do a little thing. They do things. To, I mean, it's Kansas. I was stationed out there. That's a, a, a that's a college basketball destination for some reason. Think about it, folks.
1: Uh, I got it. Hold on, you just snuck this bias. You had dinner with Will Chamberlain.
2: Yes, he was on my TV show. Me, Jesse Rogers, Shaky, John Suntris, Beebe. We sat with. Uh, he, he did the show, and then afterwards, I brought it up. Uh, I think last week I, we had lo- lobster tail steak. He drank two bottles of champagne. He hung out uh, with us after the show. We had dinner at the Fairbanks Room at Hollywood Casino, and I told everybody, if you never, if if you don't know it, we're all eating with Babe Ruth. And and, and the Babe Ruth of basketball. That's what he essentially was. Greatest guy in the world, nicest guy in the world, um, and just a, a, a tremendous thrill. But think about this. He was from Philadelphia. Where does he go to play basketball? Out of nowhere. Kansas. Kansas. Think yeah. about that.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting thought. Oh, wow, that is <laughs> yeah, very, yeah, it is. That is very cool, though. I, never, I never had. Oh, heard, yeah. I,
2: know you. I got yeah. pictures. I, I'll put one up on yeah. Twitter today.
1: That's great. All right, when we come back, it's time to talk to our guy. Who is that, Mike? Jimmy! We'll talk some ponies with Jim Miller from
0: Hawthorne next. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen devalgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6, with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.
1: Welcome back to The Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap, and with an intro coming to Falco, along with Mike North, and it's our pleasure to bring in the expert handicapper from
4: Hawthorne. It's our buddy, our pal, Jim Miller. Jim Miller! Jimmy, what's up, buddy? Gentlemen, two more winners last week, which was a beautiful thing. We're building the bankroll up. Sadly, though, boys, we're not talking about baseball wagering just yet. But I have a couple baseball questions for you. You mind if I fire them off? Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, here we go. Two questions for you. Once they figure things out, and I think it may take through the month of April, but once they figure things out, do you think they're going to reconfigure the schedule Or just pick up where they left off because that could create a little bit of a difference for how many teams play their interdivisional games and how many don't. And then second, for these White Sox players, you know the ball flies out of guaranteed rate as it gets warmer. If you miss the month of April does that bring a guy like Abreu or Eloy into the home run chase if you're looking at it from a betting aspect? Well, if
2: you're looking at anything from a betting aspect, you don't do anything now. You've got to see what the, the, the situation's going to be, Jimmy. But I would also say this. If Major League Baseball gets down to September without, uh, without any progress, and then they uh, agree with 10 games left, they'll play a postseason. Absolutely. I don't care how many games are left, they'll play a postseason. No future bets should be made until you absolutely know what's going to go on. I don't think they'll change the schedule either. I think they'll go from day one uh, because if they start doing that, then that's going to take even more time.
1: Yeah, so, I I kind of agree with uh, Mike, yeah. and that's an interesting thought though on the home runs thing, Jim. I never even think yeah. about that, you know, because you're right that they're all just like But fly. you're on
2: fire right now, and you know, I saw on Twitter you've won 14 in a row. I, I I said I don't think Jimmy's won 14 in a row. Maybe he's been around 14 in a row, but if he was, we would know about it. But then you win two games last. You win two races last
4: week. Boys, you know what? It, it's been nice. It, it's nice when you get to kind of pick and choose your races. It's also nice when the horses run the way that you hope they're going to run. And it's not like we've been betting up a ton of favorites. We've had some five-to-one shots, six-to-one shots and that. But, hey, a winner's a winner. Cash a ticket when you can, and that's the goal of this, right? So yep. we,
1: we've got three prep races this weekend for uh, the Derby, which is coming up the first Saturday in May, of course. Uh, but there's always big picks to give out, Jimmy. Uh, what, what, what do you have this weekend
4: for us? All right, it's all the Derby preps this weekend. 50 points to the winner of each of these races, so they'll all get in the gate for the Derby. So start out at Aqueduct, race number 10. This is the Gotham Stakes. Bet the two-horse glider across the board. This one's 8-1 to in the morning line and should come flying late. Then go to Gulfstream Park, race number 12, the Fountain of Youth Stakes. Bet the eight, a manual across the board. This is a short-stretch race, so horses with speed have an advantage here. And then go to Santa Anita, race six, the San Felipe Stakes, bet the five doppelganger across the board. This is a Baffert trainee, so this one won't earn any der- derby points if it hits the board, but I think it's the best horse in the race.
1: All right, so recapping Aqueduct, 10th race, uh, horse two, right? Is that right? Yep. Gulfstream, yep. stream, 12, 12th race, the eight horse across the board. And then Santa Anita, sixth race, five horse across the board, right? That's right. Let's build the bankroll for Sunday, guys. Jimmy, let's hope we have baseball before we have the derby, right? <laughs> I think it's going to be close. I think that'll be really close. All right, Jim. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. You got it, guys. Good luck. Jim. great Jim yeah. Miller. Boy, he's been red hot, Mike. It's unbelievable.
2: He's been uh, no different than the odds couple. No that's different right. than a Merkin. No different than a North. No different than a de DeFalco.
1: DeFalco, yes. Now, I got... Yes, a, go ahead, Mike. A
2: hundred grand. Oh, okay. That we're going to stay <laughs> Why? What's, what's so funny?
1: I mean, I just kind of shake when I hear a hundred grand, well, but no, that's what fine. I'm
2: saying, what, I, I, for, a, for an average better... To make money, I'm telling everybody this now, less, this is understandable, than double digits, maybe 100 people in the whole country, maybe two, maybe three, maybe 400 at most, make money gambling only on sports. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. So you got to have money management. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So I got 100000 here because if you want to make money just at sports and you think you can, which I don't think I will, We'll see what happens here, but I'm trying to give out winners, trying to make money, but I'm going to show you how the pros do it, and then whether we make money or not will be irrelevant because we'll still have money left because we'll money manage. My first game of the day or of the night is going to be BYU, minus 11 points. Now, BYU, when you think BYU, you think football, you think Robbie Bosco, you think Jim McMahon, you think Steve Young, for God's sake, you think Ty Detmer, you think Lavelle Edwards. No. No. You think of a, a Mormon school that still has a pretty good basketball tradition. Just ask Danny Ainge. Uh, BYU over LMU minus the 11.5. I'm going to put the start out slow $500 to start that thing out Randy. Okay. I'm going to give you a $25,000 bankroll. Whoa. How's that?
1: That's uh, yeah, hey, listen. Okay, That's great. Yeah. Then
2: we can see how you do. Now, okay. now do you have a pick for today or tonight because we're going to be on at I think 7 or are we going on late? Uh,
1: no, we'll be on at uh, right after uh Chris Black tonight. He's uh solo tonight. So yeah, we'll okay, be we'll Okay, cool. Yeah. cool. Uh I I like uh I'm going to go against Sylvie's uh dogs or what whatever they call them, the salukis. Uh, do it like a a big dog. Uh, I'm going to take Drake minus minus three and a half tonight at at the, uh, it's the Missouri Valley tournament, um, Mm -hmm. in St. Louis. And I'm going to take Drake minus three and a half against Southern. How much
2: money would you like to put Uh, down of your $25,000 pay?
1: I'll put a thousand on that one.
2: Listen Mm -hmm. to my guy right off the bat. I
1: like Drake. I like Drake a lot.
2: All right. You like Drake a lot. Now you're going to say, Mike, is there anything else? Can you help us? Now, we don't know. We hope the podcast is usually up by 3.30 or 4, but I'm going to give out this pick anyway because uh, you know what? It just came out that way. I don't know. The only thing I know about Kent State was the tragedy back in the early 70s. Steve Stone also went there. I do know that. Stoney went there. And then I do know about Buffalo because Turner Gill was a head coach. They're one of my favorite players to come out of Nebraska. Yet, Buffalo is getting plus three tonight against uh, Kent State. That's a five o'clock game. I'm going to go listen to this. A thousand Whoa. On, on Buffalo tonight getting the three, my friend.
1: I like that pick. I like that pick a lot. I'll, I'll give you one more, Mike, right. okay? Uh, The Ohio Bobcats, who in the past have done very well in the tournament. What a a nickname. Our buddy John Greenberg went there, uh, and and Chuck Swirsky, I think, went there, too. Um, Hey, I haven't danced for a few days now. My legs are (laughs) That's right.
2: Yeah, Uh, he's well-rested, Chuck. I haven't seen a dancing video. uh,
1: Northern Illinois uh, is uh, plus 10 against Ohio. I like the Bobcats. Uh, That game starts at uh, 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, I like Ohio, minus 10. Mm. I'll only put 250 on that one. Mike. Nice. 250
2: like, Yeah, I mean, you got, you. got it's like you won the lottery and you wanted to blow it all right yeah. away. On well, the I, was, I
1: was very confident. You were
2: very, com- very com- yes, confident, yes, because it's imaginary.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, hey, you know what? You're right. It's someone else's money, Mike. You
0: know but it's what I'm like, saying? It's,
2: it's, our, it's like playing Monopoly, but right. we're going to show people the pain, maybe, of what, what it takes to try to win while we're waiting for the National Football League to get going.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know what? Yeah. That's a good point, and we're hopefully waiting for the Major League Baseball season. Well, you know to what? I've always well. said
2: this. Here's here's two things I do know. People that are driving in their trucks right now don't want to hear about two things, in my opinion, but they're going to hear about them because a lot of people. People don't concentrate on NBA, NCAA. A lot of shows don't uh, around the country. But I don't think a whole lot of people want to hear about the lockout right now, especially with the war situation and other things with people that are, you know, hit losing children well, well and said. stuff like well that. Yep. And... I really don't think they want to hear about Aaron Rodgers anymore either. Yeah. These are two situations that you can get trapped in because uh, – and it's happened to everybody, including me, where you get a situation. I think we went through it with the Brady and the needle in the uh, and, and taking the air right, out of the football. Right. Yeah, it was, was nonsensical. Looking, and looking back, that was
1: of that was much ado about nothing.
2: Absolutely,
0: uh, Before
1: we go, I just urge all of our fans yep. on Sunday morning, go it. on Mike's Twitter because yep. – he usually has some good golf plays. I, yeah. I, I didn't follow him last week because I thought Daniel <laughs> Berger was going to win. I'm like, five-shot lead, he, he, well, he lives on that course. but I was Well, long... you know
2: what? It was it was basic. I thought so, too. Six. I just took a chance. Yeah. He had some... Now, and also with Twitter at North to North, I mean, I get in other discussions. People tried to tell me Jerry Seinfeld's the number one Jewish comedian of all time, and I I'm a, i am a Jewish comedian, expert, ladies and gentlemen. I'll, I'll just name five names because I don't know how much time we, got, we have. Well, real quickly, we're we'll running run out Jackie Mason, Richard Lewis, Alan King, Billy Crystal, and Jerry Lewis. Let's just start with that. We'll try to get to the rest next
1: week. Henny Youngman, too, right? Is oh, my take, God. Take hey, my wife, please.
2: Yeah. Uh, Sid Caesar.
1: Sid Caesar, uh, Woody you Woody
2: Allen. Woody Allen. Don Rickles. Cut uh, it out.
1: Don Rickles, for sure. All right, that's <laughs> going to wrap it up for the Odds Couple this week. Uh, thanks for letting me fill in, Mike. Thanks oh, to Tyler thank Rocky Eric Ostrowski, Uh, Luke Pergandi and Jim Miller, and we'll talk to you next week on The Odds Couple.
0: So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.